Hey everyone, thank you for joining me. Today is the first day of autumn. It is September 22nd, 2022. For those those of you who like to do the numbers, I'm pretty sure that you already have and understand the significance of these things. So as we continue walking, we are actually going to take a path that veers off a little bit into some very strange, eerie, and creepy experiences that people have had all through the decades. These things did not just start in the 2000s, in the 1950s, and even beyond. As a matter of fact, some of the creepiest experiences have been reported from the 1800s and even before that, but as well as the early 1900s. Some of those are what we are going to discuss the next time I come back on. I just wanted to come on today to briefly just give you a little hint of what we are going to be discussing. We have heard many people use terms like monsters. Well, to me, when you use the term monster, it's the same thing, almost kind of thing as Bigfoot. It's almost like something that can't, I mean, almost cannot be taken seriously. Because we say to ourselves, monsters, right? Bigfoot, right? Because I'm going to tell you something, when I think of the name Bigfoot, it just kind of takes away from the seriousness of this particular entity. Also, it kind of gives me a, I'm not going to say a warm fuzzy, but it reminds me of that old movie called Harry and the the Hendersons that came out, oh, I don't even know, maybe in the 80s or early 90s, but it's a, it's an old movie. So, We have to also be careful on the words that we use. For lack of a better term, at times, when we are confronted with certain things, that may be the only word that we can think of at the time. We know that there are people who have had very unnerving and scary experiences and encounters with these things, and that's the only way that they could describe these things were monsters. So I I try not to use certain terms because I don't want to take away any of the seriousness of what these things could really be. But there was uh, one that I actually read about it a while ago, so many years ago, but I never really got in depth with this story that I'm going to be sharing with you. And this happened many, many years ago before any of us were alive. And it is, uh, it's mysterious and it's eerie. I, I don't know if it had anything to do with a later sighting of a different type 
of um, entity. That'll, that'll be for you to judge when I tell the story. The reason that I'm not talking about it right now is because I don't feel that I've read enough about it. I haven't done enough research about this particular thing. So before I present it to you, I have to read up on it more so that when I tell you this, I won't have any loose ends and you'll be able to um, understand this. And I'd like to it to be a little more detailed because this is something that to me is uh, pretty darn serious. Okay, and the other thing that I wanted to address was today is the equinox. It is the autumnal equinox. And so what that means is 12 hours of daylight, 12 hours of night. It doesn't always work out that way quite um, the entire 12 hours, but we get close. I don't know what's going to happen this year as well as it starts tonight at 9.04. That's when it actually will begin. So historically, there are certain things that take place during the autumnal equinox. There are certain things that are carried out during the autumnal equinox. So um, being that it is 9-22-2022, it may be a little more intense this year, as well as people who are sensitives and so on may be able to feel this. It may be a little more intense. So for those of you who are sensitive, and then we have the uber sensitive people who are just like they can feel every single thing, you might want to just make sure that you are sipping water, have been sipping water all through the day as well as into the evening. It's also good to add a little um, organic lemon, just a lemon and squeeze a little bit of that into your water and just continue all night long. I have found that that helps a lot with um, certain things that are getting ready to take place, okay? And it doesn't mean that we have to be near anything. It doesn't mean that we have to be doing anything. But just because of certain things that are all around and they are in the atmosphere, these words, these practices, these things, they are swirling all around us at all times, but it may be intensified today and later this evening. So it's good to just know that it's not you. And it's not just you feeling uh, maybe down a little bit, feeling a little like people have said, they feel kind of foggy, like they just can't get it together and certain things like that. Well, that could and probably is because most people who are sensitive know that they're sensitive. Most of them, not all of them, okay? So maybe you know someone who has been expressing these things. That may be a clue that um, this person is sensitive, okay? So you can just help them through this because it's a transitional. This time is a transitional time. And being that this is what we're getting ready to go into now during the time where the veil 
is at its very thinnest. So it's almost non-existent, even though we have spoken about it many times now, that it is very thin. It's almost gone as we speak. It's full of holes. It's torn. It's shredded. But at least there is a remnant of it still there. So at this time, it almost just kind of dissolves. So we are getting ready to really get into it. All right. And I will be coming on and um, sharing experiences and strange stories with you during this time, as well as um, getting my friend Steffi back on so that she can share some of her things. Also, we would, um, and I am going to also give you some tips just in case you already know you'll you'll be um, familiar with these things. But I will, as we go on, I will give you some tips and certain other things on how to um, best remain focused, keep our vibrations high, and things like this as we go forward, as we get closer to October 31st. Okay, um, one other thing that I wanted to um, share is, now, this is a story, okay, that one of my co-workers told me a couple of years ago, and I shared this story maybe about two years ago, and the reason that I'm going to tell this story again is because I know that I have new listeners I know that um, also um, people have emailed me and asked me if I could tell this again. I know that some of my shows, as I look at my analytics, some of them have been deleted. Now, a couple of them I have, but some of them I have not deleted. So I don't know how that happened. Maybe this is one that you haven't heard because it's no longer there in the archives, okay? So um, what she told me was that, and those of you who have heard this before, um, this will be familiar. Well, of course, if you heard it before. But anyhow, so one of my coworkers was telling me that her aunt and her uncle, they had a barbecue at their house one night. And her uncle, you know, they were barbecuing, they were like partying and they were having a good time. Her uncle was drinking, everybody was drinking and this and that. So that night when everybody finally left and they went home, then her aunt went to take a shower and she came back out and her uncle was still sitting on the couch. So her aunt says, why don't you go in there and take a shower and go to bed? And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm just going to finish watching this. But she said, but he was pretty drunk. He was sitting on the couch and she just had a feeling he's going to pass out there on the couch. So anyway, she says, okay. So she goes to bed and a little while later she wakes up and she notices that it's really early in the morning now. And she calls him and she says, uh, come on, come in the room. It, you have to come in the room, go to bed. And so he's like, okay, okay. 
so he takes a while to come into the room. She says she heard him coming in, and when she looked, there was this thing that was like helping him walk. She said this thing looked like this white thing, no real details, just kind of like almost translucent. And he was leaning on this thing because he was drunk. So this thing comes and it helps him. And then he lays on the bed. And after that thing is finished helping him and gets him like picks his legs up and puts them on the bed. And all the while now, her aunt is just staring at this thing. She is a mixture of horrified and just like frozen because she can't believe what she's seen. So after this thing helps her husband into the bed, my coworker's uncle, this thing helps him into the bed. She says, that thing peed on him. That thing peed on her uncle. So her aunt was laying in the bed right there, watched the whole thing. Yeah. And the uncle was just like, didn't really, wasn't aware of what was actually happening because he was drunk and really, really drunk to the point of passing out and he doesn't know what's happening. So after this thing left the room and disappeared, once she could get her bearings, the aunt got up out of the bed and went around to her husband's side of the bed and started taking his t-shirt off and everything because that thing had peed on him. Now, I don't know what happened to the clothing of the uncle, but when she was telling me this story, it gave me goosebumps. And what I told her was, and I, I stick with this, that what that thing was doing, it was marking its territory, okay? It was marking its property. So at some point, and I am um, not in touch with this coworker anymore. I don't know where she went. So I cannot ask her about any updates. But I feel because of this event that at some point, this thing is going to come back or things are going to take place because this guy has been marked as a property. For all I know, things could have already been happening. Things could have started happening right away after that. I, I can't say because I don't know for sure. But I... I am about 99% sure that at some point, if it hasn't happened already, this thing is going to come back and I don't know what events will happen at that time unless something is done, unless there is an intervention. If they know if they are aware of what took place and what that means, they should seek help. 
because um, without help, this is going to, at some point, it's going to escalate. The thing is going to return. Whatever this thing was, I don't know. But that's, uh, every time I think of this, it still gets me because um, it's not really the first time that I have heard a story from someone about something that looks similar. There are a couple of stories that I have heard personally from people where this entity, they, it, they describe it this way, except for the first story I ever heard and I talked about this before also, but it's been a while ago, that this person was walking down the street. It was um, after midnight sometime. It was early in the morning. I'm not exactly sure what time it was, but I do know it was after midnight. So he's walking down the street. He's going back home. He's coming home from a 24-hour coffee shop. He would walk over there read the paper, drink coffee, have a donut. Then he would walk back home. The coffee shop was down at the corner. So he was walking back home on this particular night, and all of a sudden, someone said hello to him. This thing knew his name. So this thing says, um, Hello, John. So John looks over. And he says, I saw this thing. It was like a very tall stick, taller than me. John was um, six foot two. And he says, this thing must have been seven feet tall. It was white. He described it as being almost see-through. So there were no discernible features. He said it was like a tall stick almost see-through. He says, for some reason, I had my hand in my pockets and my house key was in there and I picked up my house key in my pocket and I just started twirling it around in my fingers. For some reason, this is something that stood out in his mind. The Having his key in his hand and just moving it around in his fingers. So this whatever it was, this entity walked with him until he came to the gate of where he lived. It's been a while ago, so I know that there was some sort of conversation, but I really can't say, I don't recall exactly what it consisted of. But I do know that there was some conversation. So after... They come to the gate, and he says something to that thing. I don't know what it was, like, bye, goodbye, or whatever it was. And he says, he turned around, and that thing was gone, disappeared. Now, this street that they were walking on was a busy street. They lived off of a main street, just like... Um, if you're in Orange County in Anaheim, in the Anaheim area, there's a street that's a main street. It's Ball Road. We all live close to a main street. His gate actually faced 
the main street. So it was a highly incorporated area. So he turns around, he goes back, stands on the sidewalk. He looks to his right. He looks to his left. He looks to his right again. From where he was standing, he could see all the way down to the corner. He could see all the way down the other way. There was nothing that was blocking his, his view. Because it was just a straight path that he walked on from the donut shop to his gate. There were no turns. It was a straight path. He said that thing just disappeared. So he went back in and he, he went into his house and thought about it for years. He recounted that story the same way. It never changed for years. The encounter that he had was true. It was a real encounter with something that we don't know what it was. We don't know how it knew his name. I mean, we could take a guess, but as far as with 100% accuracy, we don't know what it was. Now, the similarity here is the description. Where in the first story, she didn't describe it as looking like a stick. But she did describe it as being like a white and translucent. No definition, no features, no facial features. And that's the same thing with the story number two. No discernible features, just something that was white, almost see-through-ish. So, I don't know what these things were. I don't have a name for them. While the first one, he marked his territory. I know it was a male. Whatever this entity was, was a male entity. With the second story, I don't know. It didn't do any anything like that. There was never any physical contact of any kind. So, while sometimes I, I would think, well, whatever this was must have been good. Maybe something was going to happen and this thing protected you and that's why it walked you all the way to your gate. That's one way of looking at it. But there's another way of looking at it also where maybe this thing wanted you to seek it out. Maybe this was like a, you know, like a trick. And I can say that um, pretty confidently because that's kind of like what happened to me where I thought that something was helping me, but ended up going south. Yeah, my own personal story, this thing, a lot of times, that's how they hook you. You think it's there to help you, but it's really there to help itself. So I'm going to be getting in to some other experiences that we haven't 
talked about before, as well as my friend Steph. And I'm trying again to get Victoria to come back on to see if we can reschedule because um, as we go further now, as we get deeper into autumn, we are going to probably be presented and confronted with some different types of um, experiences and encounters. It's easy maybe to say, well, we have to be ready for certain things. You may say, you know, yeah, well, that's easy for you to say, but um, it really isn't, guys. And the reason is because we can believe that we are experienced and we've had these encounters and, and that and we know all the proper things that we're supposed to do or not do and so on. But we really don't know how we're going to react unless presented with certain things. So we can try, we can attempt to prepare ourselves and remember, I mean, initially, there is that second when we are startled when certain things happen. It could be a sudden noise. It could be a smell. It could be many different things. It could be a whisper. It could be, I mean, anything. The only thing is that once we get that initial start, you know, like you're startled, at that moment is when we have have got to try our hardest to dispel that right away. Many people have different ways of doing that. You may have heard of some people who will spit. You may have heard of some people who will shake their hands, like they're shaking it off their hands. Like if you have a sticky piece of paper on your hand and you shake it. There are many different ways that people have. You to get your mind off the fear. And um, we have to do it as quickly as we can. As soon as we remember. Because I, I've been there where you've been so startled. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. And it kind of lasts longer than I would like it to. But being that we're human, that's how we react. So we have got to try to stay on top of things and just try to remember that as soon as we can, we have got to like get rid of that fear, act like it's like a, um, like if you just smelled rotten eggs or something and you just get rid of it, wave your hands around, do whatever you have to do to get rid of it. Well, that's kind of like fear, except for that smell is what attracts these negative energies. So we got to get it away from us. So anyways, um, that's all that I've got for today. I just wanted to come on quickly and share those couple of things with you, give you a little bit of a preview of what's coming up. I cannot say for sure what day I'm going to be back. I'm going to try for Saturday, 
But if not, it will be Sunday. The Lord willing, it'll be Sunday, Saturday, or as soon as I can. So everybody, remember, heighten your vibration. Drink some water. Squeeze some lemon in there. Put it by your bedside. Take a little sip at night, maybe when you wake up for a couple seconds. Let's do that throughout the day. And it's also good for you. It brings your body back to an alkaline state, which is also very, very healthy. Anyways, I will be back as soon as I can. I want to thank you for joining me as we continue walking. Now we are going to encounter some things on this path that may surprise us a little bit. So let's just stick together through this road, through the strange paradiso. Ciao.